Hello, welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Wyma. Today we have Stefan Zales on the show. He is a one-man band operation running a very interesting product that I thought was really uh, cool and a lot of people should take a look at. It's called uh, Wishfly, if that's correct, right? Yeah, correct. So my understanding about what is Wishfly, it's kind of like a way to track what kind of features your users want and to be able to, for them to actually vote on it too. Is that correct? Yeah, first of all, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wishfly is a tool for developers uh, for letting users to create and voting for a feature. And so with wish, wish so with uh, wish, uh, Wishfly, you can uh, you can make uh, like user driven user driven development in your app. Now, where did the idea come from to to build this? Uh, actually, I used like some app. I don't know. I don't remember the name. But the only option to to suggest something was to send an email to developer. And I I was thinking if there is easier way to to do that because the only way was to copy paste an email, go to your email client, and then write subject and say, hey, I want a dark mode. And yeah, you are not sure that the developer read the email and you are not even sure if like somebody answer and if it's something that other people want. So that's the reason I I would like that people can vote on, on features because it's easier for developers to to get known if what are the features that uh, he or she should focus first. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I mean, do you, is there a limit on how many features somebody can input into Wishfly for like per project? Like I have two plans for now. Uh, for like free plan, it's ten ten wishes. Uh, I can increase that in future, but for now it's ten. And for paid plan, it's unlimited for now. Like there there will be some limits, but it's unlimited. What I mean is, I think most of these are written by the end user, not the developer, right? So a user is using your product, they think it's missing a feature. They write, okay, there's a plus button to add the new feature. Like I'm saying for that part, how many can the person put? I mean, you're saying, that you're saying there's only could be 10 for free. Yeah, for end user, it's unlimited basically. But like for... In a project, they, for pre, free plan, then, then uh, there can be 10, plan, 10 wishes at all. Well, you said there's 10. Uh, there's a limit of 10, right? Is 10 by the developer and unlimited by the end user? No, it's 10 in project, like in general. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you, if you have a paid plan, uh, the end user can uh, suggest uh, any number of, of wishes or future requests for now. Oh, okay. So if I pay, if I have a paid plan, I can my users can submit as many as they want. Now, what happens if they submit ten and then so on the eleventh one, it just it just will have an error message, or what's kind of the experience if they reach the limit? Yeah, there is an error message that uh, like you cannot uh, you cannot add this uh, the last one basically. Now, I'm also kind of curious too. Like, is there a way that we can uh, combine these? Because sometimes people may say the same feature. And then we want to just combine them, but just in different words, you know. Is there a feature for something like that? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it too. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm experimenting with ChatGPT. 
because it's quite it's quite nice that you can submit like uh, all your feature requests in JSON and say, hey, I want to to categorize them into UX design and I don't know some backend things and what what you can get is uh, written uh, list of is list of features that are categorized into into these uh, groups. Uh, it's it's quite nice, but uh, sometimes I get quite weird results. So uh, it's something that it's not ready to release, but uh, it's also very nice. Okay, interesting. Uh, but I also saw that you, like, you're talking about categorize, right? Because I've seen over here you have all waiting approved to do implemented rejected. Are those all the default states that you can have for these submitted features? Yeah, when the user submit a feature, it's in waiting state. So nobody can see it until the developer approves it. When it's approved, it's shown in a list of, of features. It's because of like spam issues sometimes. Uh, like basically, it depends on developer if he or she wants to include it in the list. But if I'm the end user and I submitted my uh, feature request, does that mean I cannot see if, if it's in waiting state? Yeah, you cannot see it. But when you when I show the like model where you write a title and description, there is written then. Uh, before you saving it, it will not show in a list until the developer approves it. Okay. Now, what kinds of uh, limitations do I have? Like, let's forget about the uh, the ten limit, right? Because I'm trying to think about if I want to add this to my app, is that a difficult process? Do I have a limit for how I can style it? Can I change the colors? Like, what is what are my limitations of how I can customize it and how I can fit it into my app? This is actually a very good question. Uh, right now, I I have like quite basic UI, uh, but you can style any colors you like. So color for like a fab, color, a fab button, any text and like vote vote uh, button. But you cannot style like where where the button is positioned, which is kind of limited because usually the developer wants to to have the design which is included or where the app is styled so it's quite limited uh but uh right now i am in like validation idea uh validation state so i'm i'm waiting for feedback for from real developers uh, what they really want if because my idea was to include the the design but developers may need to to have just API client and they can they can style whatever they want and just uh provide the, the API for for getting and submitting feature requests. Yeah, I was thinking if if you maybe if you have both, right? You have people who just don't care about the style, just want to get the feedback, and then you also have the people who actually want to integrate this deeply into their very custom app that could be very Interesting. Have Have you thought about doing something like that? Maybe separating your packages into two: one core API and one that will rely on that core API. Yeah, exactly. I'm just working on it, and I think I will release it like today or or tomorrow. I I have almost ready for for publishing the package, which will will be separated for from this one. That's exciting because I think that would be really powerful. Uh, is it Is it all like 
how how does it work? I mean, is it that everything is stored in your own um, what do you call that a Firebase instance, or can I host my own? How how does it work in the back end? Uh, yeah, for the back end, I use Dartproc uh, and uh, Postgres database, which is hosted in my uh, VPS. Uh, so basically, it's on my server or or cloud, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, it, so it's stored in database, basically. Oh, so you're actually using Dartfrog as the API? Yeah, exactly. I'm sharing the the like requests and result classes between because I have also the dashboard. So I have like client dashboard and backend. So I share like response and request classes between these three apps, which is also quite nice. So it's it's kind of full full stack full stack development. Well, so, uh, so and everything in Dart, right? The front ends in Flutter and the back ends in Dart uh, Frog. Yeah, all Dart. That's interesting. I mean, uh, why did you decide to use Dart Frog? To me, I, I looked at Dart Frog. It's still quite uh, new. I, I haven't looked at it in a couple months. I mean, has things changed recently where you feel that it's very, it's good enough to rely upon? Yeah, like the the beginning was to just to experiment, like how the things go there, but. Uh, I felt quite quite confident that for for starting point it it can be released, it can be used, and uh, it, and I think I haven't faced any any big issue, so it I think it's production ready. What's what's missing are some packages you can use. Basically, you can use some some things, some packages for from shelf. Uh, because yeah, I I was uh, facing an issue with cores, but you can you can add your uh, like shelf package, and uh, you can use from shelf middleware, and you can include the middleware from shelf, which is also quite nice. Um, yeah, the the thing was the. Quite big issue was to to include database, uh, like connection to database. I used Postgres, and that was quite pain, I would say, compared to other backend languages or frameworks because the support from like I use Kotlin and Go basically, so the framework support like. It's much nicer to work with Kotlin or Go for backend, but it, it's nice. It's it's okay. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because I'm not sure of anybody using it in production, so it's cool to see that you are. Um, so for handling the connections, right, how are you connecting to Postgres? Are you using some specific library? Yeah, right now I'm using Stormberry, which also generates some, some classes like... Uh, for 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 connecting to database on some repositories, it's also kind of limited. Uh, I'm like going around it, and maybe I will use just Postgres, uh, clean, like clean Postgres package. But right now, it's it's okay. Uh, like as I said, I'm in a validation state, and yeah, the first thing I I want to to have more more feedback more users okay and now i'm kind of curious about your background right i have you been are you a full-time developer besides this yeah yeah this is just my my side project like i work on it during nights and weekends 
Okay, so uh, how did you get into programming to begin with? Did you study computer science in school? Uh, yeah, I finished uh, grammar school, and after grammar school, I I went to university, and this was the first time I, yeah, you know, I like before I went to university, I I programmed so, like during my nights and weekends, so. Yeah, I found found it quite interesting because I like building stuff, and I'm not like uh, yeah, I like more. I don't like my new work, so I am more like thinking guy. So building products with code is something which is very nice for me, and very very interesting. Yeah, that, the same for me. I also like to kind of make my own projects if I when I have the time. Um, yeah. But I mean, right now in your day job, are you also programming? Yeah, I'm Flutter developer uh, and Uplifting, which is like a Prague-based and Prague and London-based agency. Okay. Now, how did you actually first get into Flutter? Uh, my background is from started. I started as an Android developer uh, back in 2015 or 14, and like. And 2018, like when it was Flutter in beta, uh, it was really hard time for Android developers because I felt that everything took a lot of time to implement just like simple stupid screen. And when I found Flutter, it like it was blazing fast to create a screen and fetch some data from API. And also, I liked the declarative way of programming. Because back then it was just you know classic style to create textile and in XML which was it was terribly slow and the styling in XML is something which is very stupid I guess. <laughs> yeah, with with um with Flutter, right? I mean, it does seem like super simple compared to uh, basic Android. I mean, Android there's. Especially you were doing Java, right? You weren't doing Kotlin. Yeah, I know Kotlin and Swift, basically. Just like on basic, like a beginner. But right now, the situation is different because you have Compose and Swift UI. So both declarative like frameworks. But back then, it was, it was terrible. Terrible? Well, what do you mean? Where is the, what do you mean by terrible in this case? Yeah, like you have to first create your layout in XML, then bind the XML or like your layout to to your fragment or activity, which do which takes like terrible amount of time. And when when I started, I started this uh, when you want to bind a layout, you have to uh type your find by id and reference to to that layout which yeah when when you look at it from like perspective of declarative way to program ui it's it's you know it's hard <laughs> i mean there's that and then you have to like i don't know i can't remember there's it's been a while since i've done java and android but i just remember like i made my my first kind of production app where I did everything for iOS first because my client is mostly a Mac and iOS based kind of company. And then uh, 
part of their team always had Android. So then I had to duplicate the app in Android. So I basically did class by class. And I remember I had to make an extra one or two classes because like in order to compare stuff, you have to have another class. It's been a while since I've done this. I think I, that's what it is. You have to make a comparator or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it was like, well, what the heck is the point of that? Can I just <laughs> within the function, you know, do this? But this is, I think, before we had functional Java, which I think came out a long time ago. This is like before, um, way before Kotlin, obviously. And this is before like, yeah, I said before functional job. This is before uh, we had even Swift. So it was all Objective-C stuff. So it was a really long time ago. Uh, I can, I'm can. i hoping things are better now that we have like what I call functional Java where you can pass in lambdas or, I, do they call it lambdas or just call anonymous functions or what? Do you know the, the term for those kind of things? Uh, yeah, I think it's anonymous classes. Well, maybe lambdas. I, actually, I don't know. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. You can pass in those unnamed yeah. functions and make it all work. I always thought that was super hacky, but I mean, at least I have something. I understand that it's hard to add this kind of feature to a language which never had functional aspects to it. It's like super object-based kind of language, right? So I'm happy that they try something, but... Uh, and I'm also like pretty happy about Kotlin. I think Kotlin's a really big step forward. I mean, have you started to make any Android apps in Kotlin yet? Yeah, like we started using uh, Kotlin when it was released actually but we were quite happy because we we all we all under developers quite hate quite hate java so when when kotlin was released we we were happy happy users of kotlin uh it was quite to switch because there was some concepts of like functional programming which was not really common in java it's not common maybe not yet because it was locked to Java 8, and maybe nowadays it's the situation is different. But back then it was it was quite unknown. Yeah, but I also know that um, Google wants to get away from Java because of the you know that whole court case, right? So I think that's why they're pushing harder towards Kotlin. And also Kotlin, I believe, is they've kind of gotten away from Java to a certain extent, if that makes sense. Kind of like Swift, where you can it's just more like Dart where you can run on a VM or you can also run it on like bare metal, you know, like you can compile things natively because you have KMM if you heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I like Kotlin native and, and stuff like that, which is also cool. Uh, but uh, we, we have some experiments with KMM, uh, but I don't know the like actual results if it's good, good enough or not. My understanding of KMM is that your shared business logic you write in Kotlin, but you still have to rewrite the UI in both um, the, in, in the native side. So in, um, you know, so for iOS, you have to use, I forgot what it's called, UI kit or something. And then for Android, you have to use the, I guess you can maybe use Jetpack Compose, but you know, whatever it is. So to me, that that doesn't make sense because like the hardest part is always like, you know, the <laughs> the UI. So it feels like it's like double the work compared to something like Flutter. Yeah. And also I have heard that they introduced like Compose for for iOS. So it like kind of translates to from Compose to, to Swift, uh, maybe Swift UIs or, or uh, classical UI kit views. But it's like early stage or early alpha and it will take 
like many years to to be at least beta or production already. Okay. So for the the Wishfire, how long have you been working on it for? Now that we kind of come back to it. Yeah. Um, it's been a month, I think. It's quite 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 new project. Like, I usually start prototyping and. What I've learned for from my work, uh, I want to to move fast and and try things and prototype and get feedbacks on on the product because I can I can develop Wishfly for a year and adding features, adding adding AI, adding things. But like the important thing is to release something and and work on marketing, work on things that the the real developers really want as as we discussed you, i i introduced like ui kit for for wishfly but maybe developers want just ap client and you don't know you have to try you have to ask questions you have to get a feedback on it so this is important for me for the for the wishfly right I, I, how many people do you actually have uh, using it at this moment at this moment it's about 10 users and about eight projects are already created and so it's not much but uh, yes as i as i said i started quite recently so i am in contact with that persons and with the people and trying to figure out what's what's missing and what what they really want so do you also have Wishfly for managing Wishfly then? Yeah, I want to. I want to have that. You don't have it. I'm so surprised you don't. Right? Yeah, uh, it's something that I, I really want to work on. But yeah, as I said, like I have administration client, and there is also shared package for like managing stuff between all the libraries, and there's landing page. So like for for projects that that needs to be managed and uh, as a as a side project it's very hard to focus on something and and make it make it good okay yeah yeah i understand what you mean um so i'm around how much time do you spend a week on it i don't know the exact number but it can be like i don't know eight hours ten hours per week it depends on how i'm busy at work so maybe it can be Sometimes it can be quite like I don't know, fifteen, twenty, maybe, but usually about ten. Okay. Can you talk about like more in depth about the features that you have? So obviously people can create new um, features that they want to have. They can vote on features. Can they vote down on a feature, or they can only vote up? Uh, yeah, they can. They can vote down. This this not right now it's managed by like shared preference package. So I remember in app that you vote on some feature and when you click it again uh it's downvoted. Uh, quite a lot of people ask me if you can vote for one feature many times because it will definitely broke the voting system. And yeah, I, I was thinking about it and this is already handled because it will be quite quite bad <laughs> but uh, yeah when you when you vote or when you when you add a feature request uh the developer must uh, approve it then it will show in the list of features 
and then other other users and users can vote on it or add add uh, features as well. And from from developer point of view, you can uh, change statuses from approved to to do uh, implemented or rejected because you can say that you want have work you have you don't have time for it or the feature doesn't make sense for you so you can reject it okay um is there a way that you can actually so as, as the as the user right sorry not as the user as the developer if i see a feature request and maybe i want to kind of change the way it's written because maybe i understand what they want but they wrote it in a way that is maybe not so clear do I have the ability to change how it looks or do I can only like move it along in the state? All right, now you can't, you cannot. But uh, when you are like from the developer point of view, you can edit the, the title and description. So if you want to a little bit edit the title or uh, the description, you can definitely do that. But for, for users, it... Uh, it's not uh, not ready. Okay, so if I submit the feature, I cannot change the way it looks, but if I'm the developer of that app, I can actually edit their written work, right? Yeah. Okay, that's that's important to have. I wish I can I, I can add a feature for editing, like comments for, for a feature, feature requests, so other people can comment and uh, share their like point of view, what, what's, what are their thoughts. But it's something that will require more work, and I need to focus on different things right now. Yeah, if there's a way that you can comment, that's also what I'm thinking too. Like, there's no way to comment or even put like a reaction on it. Right now, no. But uh, I am thinking of a way to to put reactions, but uh, it will be added maybe in the future. Right, right now. No. Oh, this is a really great question. I just checked the the chat. Somebody asked a question, and I think it's really nice to have. So they asked, "Do you have integration with GitHub issues, or your tool has a Kanban board or Kanban?" Uh, right now, uh, it doesn't have Kanban Kanban board. Neither uh, integration with uh, GitHub. It's these features are quite heavy to to have them. So. It would be nice. To, it actually would be nice to to have a kind of roadmap for for developers. So when you change a status, you can create a roadmap. So uh, end users can can actually see what's what's your plan about your about your application. But right now, it's out of scope. But if if there is somebody who wants to help me with that work, I'm really really open to 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 have some uh, yeah, help. I mean, what about having the integration with GitHub issues? Are you looking at something like that? That could be really interesting. So not only does it create the, you know, create that, that feature, but it also will put it on the GitHub. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that would be really good. Thanks. That's a good idea. Um, he also wants to know, is there any moderation on new features before other users can see them? I think there basically is, right? You have that waiting step, right? Yeah, there is waiting steps. So until until you change status to uh, approve, it doesn't show. And there is also when I was speaking about AI, 
there is also a nice way to detect this like kind of spam or harmless uh in the title or description which would maybe help um also you know during nights i'm experimenting with ai so this is something that can be done with ai okay yeah what what about um i just came to my mind like so you have the waiting status which the is like the initial status that they have once they get submitted now if that issue or if that feature that they requested is like spam or maybe some bad words if you want to get rid of it you cannot delete it right you can only reject it yeah but if it's rejected does that mean that people can all see that or is that only for you to see it's only for you to to see because like i'm not i don't know but i think that uh it doesn't make sense to users to see rejected uh rejected uh statuses or features in the statues but maybe i'm wrong i, I just don't know what about um, for users that submit features and they get rejected? They have no idea, right? So they just think that their their issue could be, I don't know, who knows, right? Yeah, this is this is a good point and something that I need to like spend much much more time thinking about it. But uh, right now, it's just for for developer to know that these features are rejected. I mean, there are ton of features that you can add to to the app. You can add like decide for let decide the user if the feature is important or not. Like if it's something that it's just an enhan- enhancement or it's not important, but it's nice to have. So there are a lot. There are a lot of things to to play with. It's just about the time. Yeah, I mean, I can see there's so many different useful features. I, I I think creating the automatic GitHub issues would be really nice to have, of course, for the developer. Uh, seeing where it is in the pipeline, you know, kind of like a Kanban board where you could see, okay, the feature is still not accepted or the feature's been accepted and, you know, it's in planning phase or in progress or testing, et cetera. It'd be cool to see that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And also to get feedback from the user who submitted it to say, hey, what did you mean by this? Or does does this suit your needs? You know, that that's also really key, like to be able to communicate back to whoever submitted it. Like, do you keep record of who submitted this feature? Is there a way to do that? No. Uh, right now it's completely anonymous. But uh, yeah, I was thinking about adding some uh, not required uh, email field. So user can, can, can add his or her email address and you can you can respond back if you want to. That's also very nice to, to have. Well, well, since this is integrated into your app, right? If you could just somehow link, like the user, right? So you can pass in some type of string. It could be a database ID. It could be an email address or even a name. So uh, like a user, like a programmer field, like metadata that you that the programmer can put in there, so they can go back and find which user it was, because I don't think they really want to give you some kind of like private information just because you know they want some privacy right but i mean putting it give you a database id or some type of unique identifier so they can link back to the user i think would be super useful yeah that's a that's a good idea yeah i mean there's there's so many things that you could use with this yeah so i find it to be super interesting that's why i wanted to bring you onto the project because i thought sorry bring you onto the podcast to talk about this project yeah thanks thanks very much because all these points are very interesting for me and i'm 
also I'm very happy to 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 hear the feedback and to get more insights how how developers wants to to have it because like I make make it I make wish five for developers and for users but as as a developer I focus more on like developer side of view because like it's like priority priority users. Yeah, I can imagine users being a little bit concerned about you know passing around their data, but uh, yeah, I, I I can see both sides. Um, so what's uh, what's next? So you're talking about splitting the the U, the UI from the API, so that way you can do custom UI yourself. What else is kind of coming up uh, on the pipeline? I was thinking about adding uh, some some uh, like as you said email address or something to. To to know what what who who actually like created the issue and you can maybe maybe respond back. Uh, there is also uh, I want to create a switch between uh, like implemented and to do uh, states in in a client, so you can see what was actually implemented and it's not. Because right now everything from approved to to implement is implemented is showing a list which can be quite messy. So some some type of filtering the the feature requests would be organized and I am focusing on, on it right now. That's awesome. Um I mean how have you done some kind of like um marketing for this, right? Because you're a one man band. How do you like get the word out there? Yeah, this is I think the most like the hardest thing in a project because I'm quite I think I'm quite good at developing things uh, because of my background, but I have never published any product or project, so I don't have any like I don't have much followers. I I, I don't know how to promote or I don't know how to market things. So right now I I wrote an article on Reddit. Reddit and on LinkedIn, uh, which was quite successful, I guess. Uh, on Reddit, I have like seven or eight thousand views, and I get most most uh, like users from from LinkedIn. Yeah, so these are my two channels for promoting or or marketing stuff. Yeah, I mean, have you ever thought to reach out to businesses in particular and see if they're interested to to use this? Uh yeah, I think I need to to add more more features or like yeah as you said more more filtering more uh, roadmap to to actually ask for feedback from companies because I would say right now it's more just for single like freelancers or small developers but let's see what's what's happen uh in an un- upcoming month. Now do you have any paying clients yet? Uh, not yet because uh, yeah, I, I just implemented the payment plan like yesterday, so not yet. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's still pretty cool. I mean, it takes time to get your first paying customer, but usually, once you get one, then they start all coming in. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's looking pretty good so far. It can be really. I think it can be really frustration because you spend a lot of time implementing something, when and when you release it and nothing happens, like. First day when I released the landing page, I I saw some analytics and there was like two views, and one of one of the view was me. So, 
it's gonna be frustrating. Yeah. Uh, where did you get the name Wish Flag from? Uh, it was kind of combination because I take I think about which request as a wish, and somehow I came with like wish fly so like your feature will fly it was like random combination and i like the name so i i keep it <laughs> yeah not not bad i, I kind of like the name the, i mean the wish part definitely i got that one the fly part i didn't quite get <laughs> so but still it's it's not a bad name it's pretty pretty clear yeah thanks uh, i i i was thinking about it uh not not much because when I started, I didn't know like if it's just a side project and never released as many projects I, I I've been working on. So this is the first one I I published. So that that's good. <laughs> now, do you have any other products that you're thinking about uh, creating? Right now, no. I just I just want to focus on this one and see see where it goes if it will be used for from developers and yeah. Right now, no. I'm also kind of curious too. Uh, have you thought about um, some of the clients that you have? If you want to give them uh, access to the app or access to access to Wishfly and see if they're they're interested to try it out. Yeah, I already asked one one company I work on, and yeah, the feedback was they uh, they want like more more features for filtering the the features because it's quite a big company and they they would expect quite quite a lot of feature requests so but it it's nice nice to nice to hear that they would like to use it but it's not ready for them yeah no it's it's definitely cool that they're willing to use it i mean because it's a big bet right it's a one guy working on it so it's it's a uh, it's cool that they see the value in it so then do you plan to add features in that they're requesting to see if they'll actually use it uh yeah actually this is something that uh, I take a vacation for one month from my work to to actually kind of add the features I'm missing to, and then then we will see. So for me, it's quite big bet to take one one month vacation for this. But let's see let's see what happen in one month. Do you plan to take one month vacation to work on this app? Yeah, this is this is actually quite crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I was. I'm quite confident that this is something that some developers would appreciate it and maybe maybe would pay for it. So mm-hmm. I, I want to try. Like, let's see. Like, in one month, nothing nothing can like hurt me. Or when 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 it failed, I can return back to my my uh, company and start working on like uh, agency stuff again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you, do you like doing the agency work, or do you like making your product more? Uh, right now, it's more more product work because, yeah, I've been working on for agencies, multiple agencies, like from the beginning. So, this is something which product development is, I think, completely different area because we are focused on MVP, and after MVP, usually it ends for me. It's finished the work, so making some some project to actually be a product is really hard and i don't i don't have much much experience with that so it's something i want to learn i want to learn how to do it and get some experience okay 
Yeah, I mean, I'm also interested to know, like, which do you like more? Do you like product work more? Or do you like, um, how do you say, or do you like the agency work more? Um, it, it depends. In general, I would say agency because different project, you can work on different projects through the year. So it's actually more exciting to uh try new new libraries new new state managements like all the technology stuff but i miss the sometimes i miss the product work like focusing on details which is something that in like agency or project work you can say hey this is mvp so we don't have to focus on it but in product you you want to make the product kind of perfect and it requires quite different approach of thinking how how the product is built if if you know what what i mean yeah i, I mean i tend to kind of like i don't know i kind of like both like it, it's nice to be able to focus on something but at the same time i like variety yeah you know new new problems new situations give you more ideas for the future for future things that may arise right yeah so i like that a lot yeah uh, yeah, I would I would say the same. Yeah, you you summarize it as as I feel it. I like the variety of of different uh, different companies, different areas of applications because sometimes it's IoT, sometimes it's like different e-commerce app. So it's nice to know different fields of you know today words. Okay. Yeah, we, we got some more feedback from the guy who was asking questions earlier, Charles. He says, cool project. I'll test it with my app. Thank you for the good content, right? So you're getting really great feedback. And uh, he also says it would be nice to add categories or tags to group the features together. I mean, there's yeah. there's endless amounts of features people are wanting from it. Yeah, I, I think I will I will publish some Wishfly for Wishfly because I don't I don't know what to focus on after uh after so that would be cool to to get get this okay yeah i mean is there anything else you want people to know about wishfly before we sign off because i really don't have any other questions i mean it's it's a very new product uh i think we've all seen similar ones before uh but we don't have one that's kind of like we can just drop into our app like this and i think that's really cool to have and uh yeah, is there anything else you want people to know? Yeah, I would like to promote my Twitter account because I publish there uh, some announcements, some things that I'm working on. So you can you can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, Wishfly, so which Wishfly Dev. Uh, I can maybe I can send the link somehow. Or we yeah, can... we can try to add the link to the show notes so people have it. Yeah, it's just Wishfly.dev, I believe, right? Yeah, so wishfly.dev. Um, really check it out. Give the feedback. I think you need to get your own wishfly in the wishfly, yeah. so people can submit the the feedback, right? But yeah, look, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think people should check it out. And uh, if you have the API, I think that would be really nice because I can imagine some people want to have their own custom UI. Definitely. Uh, because yeah, it, it's it's jarring to to have one style and then the app and then they click on something and then it's like totally different style, right? But it's. I also like the fact that people can just drag and drop it into their app. Or not drag and drop, but people can just quickly add it to their app and not have to do a lot of work. So that's really cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask too is that you did 
you did already ask like um, if people wanted to help out. I mean, is that still something that you're looking for, like for some uh, assistance or like are you looking for people to come join the company with you or join this uh, project with you or? Yeah, the, the client is open source. So uh, like you can you can raise an issue or uh, create an PR for it, make it better, make it uh if you would like to, you can make some tests. Uh, I'm open to to everything. Right now, I'm. Uh, I would like to work in work on it alone, but uh, yeah, based on based on feedback, uh, maybe I would require another person, like a backend developer or something, to to not be so distracted with all the all the landing page backend and mixing stuff together <laughs> okay well it's good to hear that there is some open source part to it i mean other than that I, I have no more questions it's really quite clear and i just wanted to kind of give you a boost because i like the idea and i'm hoping that it's useful for more people thank you very much for having me i appreciate it and thank you for coming on i really appreciate you coming on uh, i'm i'm loving the project i hope it it really keeps going thanks very much